There's a quote that reads, the separation of feminine and masculine has torn us into pieces. The balance of feminine and masculine will bring us back to peace. On this episode of the Power to Pivot podcast, we are talking about the roles of the divine masculine and feminine. We're talking about gender roles. We're talking about how to go inward and do some of the inner work to improve your relationships. And I'm super excited and delighted to have on the show with me tonight guide, coach, intuitive healer, energy worker, John Chapkovich, also the love of my life uh, and my husband and business partner. I cannot wait to share this episode with you. All right. Are you ready? Where were you going there? I was telling you what we're talking about on the show. <laughs> the barrier between the feminine and masculine? I think you're going right to the top, right away. Number one barrier right here, ladies and gentlemen. What? <laughs> Men don't listen to women. <laughs> <laughs> recording that i did record that (laughs) on today's episode of the power to pivot podcast we're talking with my dear friend and love of my life batman not batman (laughs) mr john chapkovich energy healer intuitive guide and coach and the dog's here too tonight that's gonna be our super personal one podcasts after dark after hours after hours makes it feel like mm. super special so john and i have a very interesting relationship the nightcap that's not the relationship <laughs> no it's the episode <laughs> it's the nightcap episode of power to pivot okay anyway uh so john and i often have conversations about energy work and 5d and so tonight we wanted to come on and talk with you about divine masculine divine feminine no pressure and so (laughs) the question is what is the number one barrier for divine masculine divine feminine right now as we shift into a 5d consciousness He's got nothing to say. Isn't this the discussion where we sub labels? <laughs> okay, so what is divine masculine, divine feminine? Maybe we should talk about that. What does it mean to you? I don't know. My definition seems to be a little bit different than most people's definition. That's okay. Because most people's definition of masculine and feminine is very male, female, versus my definition is more of the role you take more of a dominant versus non-dominant however doesn't necessarily stick to gender which is where most people feel it stays um and it changes at times because there's times where for instance even in your and my relationship where there's times where i will be taking the lead on things you will take the lead on things it all depends on what it is so it's a matter of working side by side and having that give and take with both ends to make things work. Why do you think men and women have such issues, though? Do you think... So I know for me, right, trying to figure out what the heck... What's divine feminine? And accepting the fact that there could still be those masculine traits. Mm Mm-hmm is not necessarily something that was easy for me. Well, but if you think about it, it's it comes down to society, right? So everybody's told, you know, if you're the guy, okay, well, you have you are the masculine, you are the dominant, you are the hunter-gatherer protector, you are the you know, you are the alpha, like you have to do everything. And you can't show that soft side, you can't feel. 
you have to be that you know, hardened person because that's your role as the masculine. Versus you have the feminine where you're supposed to be the looked at in the stereotypical format as the demure, the kind of subordinate, mm -hmm. the kind of on the back end. And that's where even now the problem still exists when it comes to the masculine and feminine end of it. Because if you think about it even now, there's still not if you look at even gender, like from between male and female, there's still that stereotype there where there's the men are the masculine, the females are the feminine. And think about gender equality. That's why gender equality still isn't there because there's still that stigma of masculine is male, feminine is, is woman. But it's not necessarily the case because you have to have a little bit of everything. Right, I think that's something that we often forget is it's not just about stepping into a quote-unquote masculine or feminine role. It's and being that only that we have a balance of both at all times. Right. So we kind of vacillate. And that's right. okay, right? You know, when we're working on the business, I can be more in my divine masculine side but when we're not and we're doing family stuff or you know date night or whatever it can be more feminine mm -hmm. and flowy and free however there's ways to incorporate the divine feminine into the business as well it's not right. just solely that one right. element right. it's always both and you and I talk a lot about energy. I mean, all the time, everything's energy. Right. So there's always that balance. Right. Which is the biggest problem because people don't realize the balance needs to exist. It's not a all or nothing. It's a little bit of everything. So how do we make the shift, right? So how do we... How do we make the change? And, and actually, maybe we should talk about this first. The conflicts that arise in relationships most commonly. How do we shift that? Oh, you're going back to the beginning of our relationship. Now. I am going back to the beginning of our relationship. <laughs> Woo! So That's a, a topic for another podcast episode. Yes. <laughs> no, so, you know, if you think about it, like, when you and I got together, like, we hit it off really well. And then once we started, kind of, like, we got through the, like, I don't want to say newness phase, because that kind of hasn't worn off yet. Um, and hopefully it never does. Thank you. But then, <laughs> but then, like, when we went through, or I should say all we went through, and then it got to the point where we started kind of feeling each other out as far as relationship-wise, and once we assigned that label... To the relationship which is really where a lot of it kind of started and I know you and I had a discussion away at the beginning because I remember you were like what are we are we boyfriend girlfriend are we not and I was like <laughs> why does it have to be anything because really like it matters of what the energy is not necessarily what we say it is that was almost the kiss of death <laughs> I, I honestly was was waiting for you to like beat me <laughs> Oh, and it like... was dark, and I live in the woods at the time, so, like, yeah, you could have gotten away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to, um, I kind of wanted, I didn't, there was no response to that. Why do we have to be anything? And But I think right. to your point, it was more about the label. Right. And the label doesn't need to define right. what it is. Right. It's the energy of what it is. Right. And, and, and the bad thing is, like, you figure in our society as it sits, you have people that, like, a guy says that to somebody or a woman says that to somebody and it's immediately like, well, that just means he doesn't want anything because I know that's how you took it. And I was like, no, 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 it's not how I mean it. <laughs> and then I, had a, then I had a big explanation thing to do with you um, because that's just how I am. Like, I don't believe in the labels because I feel when it comes to relationships, everybody always rushes into define everything. Not even just relationships, just everything. Everybody rushes in to define what everything is. And it doesn't need to define anything. It doesn't need a label. It just is. You know, and, and 
that's a big part of the problem. People want to define everything and have that set parameter of what it is. So, like, if you think about, like, normal relationships where somebody goes, oh, are we boyfriend or girlfriend? Then it's like, yes, we are. And then all of a sudden that expectation gets popped up because now you have that labels definition that goes with it. So rather than necessarily feeling the relationship and feeling the energy of the relationship, you're trying to fit the relationship into a box of this is what this is supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. And this is where I don't like the label end of it because why does it have to mean what somebody else thinks it is? Like, I want it to mean what I want it to mean. And my relationship is based off of the way I feel, not off of what somebody's going to tell me it's supposed to be. Because nothing in my life has ever been what it's supposed to be. Because I'm more about what everything feels like than what it's supposed to be. As you've been well, well through at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wanted to beat you when you said that. Yes. So, and then it kind of went into, so once we were an official couple, then we went into the kind of, I'll say growing pain phase, where we did a lot of arguing. Right. And and discussions. So here's the funny part, right? We had to like, we had that like new, polite, all nice phase. And then we hit that point. But do you think it was because we started to define what it was? Or do you think we would have hit that anyway? No, so I I think when it comes to us, we... I think both of us kind of hit hit the ground running when it came to our relationship. And I think it was more where we kind of skipped a lot of steps with, with the way we handled things. So, because we were more comfortable with each other. And it was more where we kind of like dove right in and we kind of went past like the whole like I, I, I want to say like tiptoeing and eggshells kind of phase with each other where we kind of like went full bore at each other <laughs> at some points <laughs> um, but, it, it, but it was more because you and I are both very strong in how we feel and that's where those heavy discussions slash arguments came into play because there were times where you would feel strongly about something, I would feel strongly about something, or even when it came to our relationship where I would say something that to me didn't really mean anything as far as like, like I didn't think it was a big deal. And that's where you're looking at it going, well, that's a big deal to me, you know? So we had that kind of growing pain where we had to worry about that. And then also with both of us at the time and how we were energetically at the time where there were things that would trigger us, that would make us get angry because it was things we didn't like in ourselves that each other was pointing out and each of us knew right where it hit each other. So we had kind of our really heavy, heavy discussions at times and I, I remember a lot of times being completely stressed out and upset. And I'm sure you were as well. Same, man. Same. <laughs> and I, I remember... Because it, it was a good, what, two months? At least two months? Two or three. Yeah. Even, even, up, to, even up to our wedding day. <laughs> True. And, and, you know, and a lot of it was... For us was... It was, I don't even want to say the give and take. It was the fact that each of us had to look at our flaws. Because when we would have those arguments or those discussions, as we started calling them, because when we kept calling them arguments, we kept yelling at each other because we were arguing <laughs> over the argument. But it got to the point where, like, afterwards, each of us would kind of, like, take the step back. Like, we would diffuse the situation. Like, we'd both kind of have our say. We'd diffuse the situation. And then both of us would kind of, like, go to neutral corners we talk it out and then it would be like you know and then even in our head we'd be like well you know like for me it would be like well you know she was right like you did do this you know you (laughs) did do this you did upset her like I know you didn't mean to but you did you know or like even 
something as simple as like something I was angry at myself for. And you would point that out and I'm like, no, I'm not angry at myself. Like, why would I be angry at myself? And then it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I kind of am. Like, that's why I got so angry. And that's what triggered me in that argument because I got angry at myself and I didn't want to see it. Well, that, we talk a lot about shadow work mm-hmm. and it's interesting that you bring that part up about of course I was angry at myself. We never want to admit that. Right. That doesn't feel good. Right. Of course we want to blame somebody else and make it somebody else's fault. We don't want to look at our shit and be... Oh, we're, we're allowed to use profanity? This is the podcast after dark, of course we do. Oh, okay, there's no FCC <laughs> thing here. Okay. Um, no seven second delay with a beep there? We're good. Okay. Um... Actually, I don't even know, but we're just going to go with no. We're good with the, you know. Or you're small enough yet, no one cares. Hey, honestly, it's my show. <laughs> as far as I can concern, it's my show, so we're good. Until somebody tells me otherwise. You guys are really good whisters. Don't rat around. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. So in terms of us, we had it, when you say we short-circuited, like, a lot of the relationship stuff mm-hmm. a we met online yes and talked for like almost two months before we actually which by on, the way on a reputable dating site yes i just want to give that caveat there now here's the thing <laughs> everybody out there don't be just running out there and meeting the first person that pops in your inbox on one of those sites make sure you do the time now that being said there you know people can kind of cheat the system and be jerks about it but whatever be safe there's a lot of creepers Fortunately, you weren't one of them. Oh, Shut up. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we had time to kind of get to know each other before we actually met in person, which is why. And even it's funny because even then we had those arguments. Yeah. Like there were points where we butted heads. Well, I remember the first time we were supposed to meet. I remember you getting so upset with me because if you remember, that's when I couldn't walk. Because he I had said my said he couldn't walk. I had because that's when I had my back injury and I literally could not get out of bed for three months. And I was face down on my bed for three months, which sounds great for some people. It was agonizing. And I remember like leaning over, texting you between my phone and my Kindle, and then we were trying to set up the first date, and you were nice enough to drive to my house an hour away, and I was like Oh, this is great. This is great. Like, I got I, 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 like, this is my motivation to get up and get out of bed. Like, I can do this. I can do this. And, like, I was actually, like, somewhat walking when I set the date. And then it was like the day of, it, I was in such excruciating pain. I'm like, there is no way I can meet you and sit there and actually tolerate the pain to be able to do anything. And I just remember feeling like such crap when, I texted you and I'm like, I can't do it. And I was waiting for that moment for you to be like, oh, this guy is just trying to ghost me. He's screwing with me. Because it was like, I think at that point, what was it, like three, four months? It was a and, while. And it was like, and now I try to set it up and I cancel at the last minute. And I, I, I remember you being very upset with that, but surprisingly not upset enough to run away, which I was very grateful for. Okay, so I'm going to tell a little, <laughs> little bit of a secret here, right? I actually, there was like ghosting and then there was something else. I didn't quite understand what it was. You have to Google it. I did Google it. I had to Google what it was. I was like, okay, is he ghosting me here? There was something else. And I, honestly, I don't remember what the term was in terms of online dating. I use Google a lot for that stuff, so. Yeah. Google, Google kind of like. Google's my friend. Yeah, Google was my friend. I kind of feel dumb, but I was like, I don't know. Okay, but whatever. I think I remember Googling, like, is he ghosting me or whatever? Is this a sign and whatever? Fortunately, you weren't, but... Yes. <laughs> I just remember being so apologetic. I'm seriously not trying to screw with you. I can't get out of bed today. I remember feeling so horrible because I, I felt like I stood you up and it, we didn't even meet yet. Like, I didn't even stand you up. It was just I couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> I stood, you, I stood you up without me standing up. So. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So we had... Why do you think, though... Because people out there, maybe, who are listening, 
may not understand. Well, they're all listening. True. So, okay. what was it? Because we hadn't met yet. Right. And and I want to go back to when you say we both are, are people who feel a mm-hmm. lot. Basically, what you were saying was we're both pretty bullheaded and stubborn. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That is, that's like code word when you said that. I was like, oh. Well, see, and that's, that's part of the problem because I know I am very stubborn and set in my ways. And me being more the masculine. And then you, as much as you're supposed to be the feminine in the relationship, you hold a high amount of the masculine quality and go head to head with me on a lot. He's not wrong. And I, and I remember, <laughs> well, and the thing is, that's one of the things that you do. And I, I, I won't even say that you struggle with now, because I know when we first met, that was one of the things that you struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, but I've always had to do this for so many years. Like I had to be this person and you didn't have to be that. And it, it, it was, it was almost like a wrestling match for you to switch that because and and i remember you with like between even your meditation and all your your shadow work you were like but i'm so used to this like i i I don't know if i can do it and we're sitting here going but i know you can you know so i it's i i remember you struggling a lot with that because that was even when we were dealing with the house and all the demo in the house at the time and yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode of... We can we can fill an entire podcast just with our stories at this Home point. renovations and whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, I did struggle with it. And honestly, I kind of even do now yeah. at this point. Because I, I held those society standards of masculine versus feminine. Right. But I also didn't want to acknowledge... Where I was holding on to that masculine side, maybe a little too much, right. and being used to the roles and expectations that I put on myself, that family put on me, that responsibilities right. put on me, like, and and I think for you too, and it, it wasn't even that long; it might have been like three days ago, recent that we talked about this, where it took a while for both of us to realize that we could depend on each other. Mm-hmm. And it was that that was like, oh, well, now we can let right. some of those other roles go. Right. So. Well, and it's kind of like even like going back to like with our discussions and that. So you figure like I, I remember I think it was the day before our wedding when we were having another one of our air quotes discussions. Mm-hmm. And I remember you getting upset with me and I'm and I wasn't upset at all. And you're like, why are you upset? And I'm like. Because we're going to sit here, we're going to get it out, we're going to take a step back, we're going to discuss it, and then everything's going to be fine. And I remember you kind of looking at me with like that confused puppy look, and you're like, what? And I'm like, this is what we do. Like, we're going to do this, we're going to get through it, and that's it, and then we'll be fine. And you, and then it was like, no, we're not. And then it was like later that night, and you're like, okay, you were right. Yeah. I kind of, I remember that, and I was like... Because I was ready for Bear. That was one of the moments where I was, like, ready for the fight. Yes. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yep. What do, and I, I wanted feel, you... I could feel you, like, like wielding <laughs> back to, like, throw something at I you. wanted <laughs> you to be angry. Like, I wanted you to... And But that was nice because it was finally, I think, at that point was when we got... Which was good because, you know, we were getting married and all. But... <laughs> uh, well, and there again, that, that was still us dealing with our shadow sides, too. Because it was still the whole deal of... You know, should we, shouldn't we? And that was still our shadow side. We were still dealing with because you and myself included, like we both did had to do it. So, I guess classically, I don't know, traditionally, definitionally, if that's not even a word, but whatever. It can be. It it will be now. So. Hash, you know, copyright. Yeah. Um, divine masculine. Okay, no. Divine Feminine is the architect of the relationship, Mm -hmm. and Divine Masculine is the builder. Yes. I dream it, you do it. Yep. How have we, how do you think we found that, because I feel like we finally hit a stride in some regard. Mm -hmm. How do you think we got there, and what are your thoughts about that? Because I know you have them. 
Yeah, so initially the problem I had is when, like, it, it was funny because when you first said about it to me and you tried to explain it to me because I was completely ignorant to any of that. Like, I had always known, like, the energy. I had always known things like that. But I've never had, like, the masculine, feminine, anything like, like broader definitions. Um, and... I remember when you were trying to explain it all to me and I was just kind of like, so you're the architect and I'm the builder. And I'm like, and me having my real estate background, I'm like, but the architect's the creative one and thinks of everything. And all the builder does is just kind of glue the pieces together. You know, and even, and I want to say even now, there's times where I kind of struggle with that because it's like, But again, it's because of the standard definition of architect versus builder. Because to me, in my real estate background, an architect is the one who comes up with all the cool creative designs. And and honestly, and it sounds silly, but it's kind of like they're the ones that get remembered. They're, the architect is the one that gets remembered. The builder is not. So think about any famous building you can think of. And I remember, I remember having this discussion with you too. Because I said to you, and one of them I brought up to you was who built the new edition on the Louvre and you were like I don't know you had like a complete blank look on my face I'm like okay I hit the wrong building here <laughs> and I was like I am pay and you're like okay like who's that and I'm like okay completely lost at this point and then I forget what other building I used and I was like so who created that and you were like oh it was this person I'm like right who built it I don't know Exactly, exactly my point, because nobody remembers the builder. And that was one of the things that I really struggled with at the beginning. And even now, to an extent, and look at our discussion last night, that I still kind of struggle with it because it's a deal where for me, I have my set path of where I want to be and what I want to do. And this is where. I have to. You pivot. Oh, you're gonna get the shameless plug in here. This, this is, is where, where I you, pivot. This is where you pivot. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> sorry I couldn't resist. Uh, I knew you were gonna pull one in there somewhere. Good, pretty good though. Yeah, I it's pretty good setting me up for the shameless plug. I did. Good job. <laughs> you no, know, so you know, and that's where like we had a discussion last night where you know it's a deal of where does the line get drawn between support like at what point is it support and not support and you know it was one of those things where again it's kind of like how I said to you I appreciate when you come at me with like even if it's brutal honesty with things and I, I remember when we were talking about it and I, I came up with some stupid lame excuse as to why I felt stupid about it and I remember thanking you afterwards because it was like, I'm so glad that we can have these conversations where I can say a, something that's a really stupid excuse to you and you don't get upset. Because I remember telling you, you know, oh, it's some, it's this, it's something so stupid. And in my head, as I'm thinking about it to tell you, I'm thinking this sounds totally dumb. And then even once I said it, it was like even worse because it was like, Ugh, I can't believe like you're holding on to this like it was something so stupid and and that's where like like I said to you it was a deal where I shouldn't have looked at it as a negative and that was my fault for looking at it as a negative and it was the matter of perspective where I should have looked at it as more positive and especially with it being you like it should have absolutely been that positive and but that's where my ego kicked in and was like, oh, no, it's got to be your way. And it didn't. And, and especially in this case. How much do you think, though, those classical definitions of man and masculine play into it, though, in terms of defining, like, thinking of masculine, divine masculine feminine as architect builder, right? Mm -hmm. How... How much does, like, the stereotypes play into it? And then, your ego, and then your ego kicks in and you're like, well, no, I don't want to be 
quote unquote just the builder. Right. You know? Right. Or and and it's hard, I think, now for a lot of women to think about being the architect mm-hmm. because we all wanna like we think that creating that equality mm-hmm. with men means we need to go toe to toe. Right. And and in some cases I get it. But at the same time we're not men. Well and that's something that's forgotten. Well, but it's not even that. It's not even that you have to go toe to toe. Because you shouldn't have to go toe to toe. Especially if it's something where it's like your relationship. You shouldn't have to butt heads. You shouldn't have to go toe to toe. There shouldn't be that fight. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to sneeze. Bless I knew, you. knew it was coming. Had to stop. So you don't have to go toe to toe. And that's where, like, when it came to us, where I think, and I would like to think we both realized it right around the same time. I think I realized it a little bit sooner because I remember with different things that I was struggling with and you kept telling me, you know, you don't have to fight it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like I have, like this is stuff I have to fight. Um, then it was finally like that kicked in. And I remember sitting there like when we were having our discussions and I'm like, I don't have to sit here and fight. Why am I fighting? Like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to listen. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to let it get me angry. Like, we're going to talk. Like, we're not going to yell at each other. We're, you know, and I remember the first time we got through a conversation without yelling at each other. Like, one of these really <laughs> heavy conversations. And I remember getting through it, and we were like five, ten minutes out or out from, from it. And I was like, hey, we didn't fight that in com- the entire conversation. And you were like, Wait, you're right. We didn't like. We didn't even realize it. Like it was. It was so weird. We didn't realize it. So that was one. I re- so it's interesting because that conversation was probably the easiest of those hmm? conflicts that we were able to resolve. But here's here's the funny part. For the first time, right before that, yep, we had another like major upset. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time that I think I got it mm. in terms of what you needed. Mm. And that happened because I decided to ask you a different question. Right. And I was like, oh, because I realized while we were butting heads mm. and I was being all bullheaded and butthurt and whatever. And trying to just kind of push myself in and be right. Like we kind of both do. And right. But here's what happens, right? I realized that for me, when that happens, I wasn't hearing you. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Because what was happening is we were triggering each other and... I would trigger you, which would get you to the point where you weren't listening to anything I had to say. And then at that point, it would trigger me. And then I get upset with you because you weren't listening to me. So it was, and then it was both of us just compounding it from there. And then that's where you figure how many conversations do we have? And it was finally like when it clicked for me. And I'm like, you know, if we keep saying we trigger each other, and it was the same way every time, it was every time it was the exact same way. And we were trying to figure out how, like, to not do that. I always remember it was like, how do we not do this? And we kept doing it over and over and over again. It was, it's like one of those things where it's like, experiment one, you know, try two, <laughs> try three. Like, and we kept doing it. And, we, and I remember, like, we kept, like, sitting there, we're like, why do we keep fighting? Like, right. We it's ended like, up coming to the same conclusion on each experiment. I like that you said that. That's what it reminds me. It reminds me of like one of those things where you see like a TV show. It's like try one, try two, and it's like you get like try four, and it blows up. Or like that episode of Friends we were just watching the other night with Phoebe's cookies. Right. <laughs> Bad sixteen. I have to run. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. I had a question. How do you think, as an energy worker? light worker energy healer or your knowledge of energy in the universe Mm -hmm. does that make it easier harder different 
How has your understanding of the way the universe works impacted in terms of divine masculine, divine feminine, and how we interact? So, and this is, I mean, and this is where it's kind of a little hard for me to answer because I had my preconceived notions of what a relationship should be, um, which was not the like textbook definition. It's what I always felt a relationship should be, where I feel everything should have been equal. And, you know, and I remember telling you this because this was part of my labels discussion, because I always felt it was that, you know, each of us should be side to side, you know, side by side, not a deal where it's like, oh, you're the woman, you need to be behind me, you know, or, you know, like it, it for me, it's always equal. Like there is equality. Um, but that's where, like, when it came to the relationship end, when it came to the masculine feminine, like I know when it came to us, like the problem was for us is trying to kind of meld into those roles because like you said, like both of us, we both had that masculine role for all those years. Like I, for, for me, all those years between, you know, being on my own, being a single dad, and then you with everything going on in your life and then both of us coming together. And then it was like, okay, one of us has to give. And then neither one of us wanted to give. And then once we kind of approach things from that energetic standpoint and kind of like had that awareness of what was going on. And, and that's where I think with us, where we kept as bad as those discussions and arguments could have been, where we still kept that level head because even at the end, because I remember after almost all these, because I remember at the beginning they were pretty bad. And I remember like both of us would sit there and we're like, why do we do this? Like, it's gotta be easier than this. Like, this makes no sense. Why are we fighting this hard? And for us, it was more where we kind of sat back afterwards and we kind of reflected on it instead of like sitting there like, well, I was right. You were right. Like we both kind of reflected on it. Like even during, if you think about it, even during that some, at some points where it was like, you know, I was being an idiot, you know, or it's like, I did fly off the handle there for no reason. Or even if it was something like that, like just, just kind of taking that reflection period in the middle of it, having that awareness and kind of taking that hard look and that's where both of us did that and that's where and honestly I feel that's why at this point like we don't really argue and it's more because of that because we kind of took that step back and we see things for what they are now where it's like okay because take for instance for instance earlier tonight you were really upset and you were like ready to like scream and yell at me and I'm like look like we're gonna calm down we're gonna relax and we talked about it and that's more where we are where we are oh my gosh sorry <laughs> that's horrible grammar where we are at this point where both of us can look and be like hey like I can see you're doing this like we're gonna calm it down we're gonna back it up a little bit and then we talk about it we have that we, we both at this point have that awareness about us and about each other where we know what's going on. I think it's important that you say, well, there's a couple things, right? So there's the awareness of you Mm -hmm. and me, like each other, Mm -hmm. but then having gone in and done the work for ourselves. And I know we've talked about the twin flame Mm -hmm. journey and it can be one of the most traumatic, almost hard, hurtful experiences in terms of a relationship. But that is why doing the inner work is so important. Right. And really know who you are, seeing what you need to let fall away. Right. And where you need to renegotiate your own boundaries. Right. But fall in alignment with who you are and understand that it doesn't have to be hard. Right. 
it just has to be it's not necessarily going to be quick it doesn't it's not necessarily going to be pain free right because it's not fun to look at yourself and like take that long hard inward look Mm -hmm. but ultimately and we've said this before it's only as hard as we make it yep we choose that that's a choice we get to make something I used to say I know I wonder where you learned that boom (laughs) but there was also and I I asked you I remember countless times asking you so why the heck why do we keep doing this Mm -hmm. if we love each other so much yet we keep fighting and failing these experiments what the hell are we doing yep and we kept up to up to the wedding day because we kept hitting the same chord Mm -hmm. but ultimately there was mutual respect Mm -hmm. love yep but how do you look past that right not look past it but that's not enough necessarily to make it work so what was it for you that you were like because this it could have gone another way right it could we could have gone down the path of that really hard traumatic hurtful painful twin flame journey absolutely we chose not to thank you again we chose not to we chose not to um Do you, I mean, no, why did you stay? Like, why? It's the same thing I told you every time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't expect it to be a different answer, I think. No, what I would tell you every time, and I almost, like, I I was waiting for you at some point to be like, this is the answer you give me every time. Like, pick something else. (laughs) Because my thing always was that I know how I felt when it came to you. And no matter how much we argued and fought I still knew how I felt and this is where like when we talk about like our ego this is where I knew and even even now we still do it to an extent where we still we know the difference between when it's the ego from each of us when it's the ego versus when it's genuine and that's where, like, for instance, earlier with, with what we had earlier, where you were very angry and I was like, look, like, we can calm down here, you know? And I was honestly waiting for you to, like, hit me because we were in the kitchen. I was waiting for you to get, like, like a frying pan or something. <laughs> and get, like, full Rapunzel on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> no, no, it, it's because, you know. No, but that was a moment where... The funny part is, for as upset as I was, you're right. I knew it was my ego. Right. And I was like, it, we get to a point where you have to do that work on yourself to see that. But right. it's also not just enough if you want to find that peace in a relationship or that happiness or that fulfillment to just go, yeah, I get it's my ego. Right. Well, but that's where your opposite has to get that, too. So right. that's and that's where like when it came to us like I knew how I felt about you. You know how you know how you felt about me. And that's where we never lost that. And that's and I remember at some point afterwards we did talk about it and that was actually what you said to me. It was very similar to that where it was like we had that connection so we didn't want to lose that connection. And that's where I think for both of us it was kind of like we had that connection. So no matter what, we knew, like, no matter how far out of whack it got, we came back to that same connection. Well, and I think, too, the other part that we kept talking about was we were always willing to come to the table for each other. Right. It wasn't just you were wrong or I was wrong or whatever. It was that we got, we had those moments of blame. Right. And anger. We got to the point where we could say we were sorry. Right. And understand each other. But we were always willing to come to the table and not, and go beyond that. And I think that's the key because it wasn't just, it didn't stop at the I'm sorry. Right. It was then, okay, let's go back and look at it from the other side and that interior perspective and doing that inner work and, and really questioning some of those hard questions. Where does this come from? Why do I think this? Is it real? Is it true? Is this who I want to be? Right. 
and what do I need to do to get rid of it? Right. And every time we went through that, we were willing, and we 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 went through it on an individual level, but we also were able to be there for each other through it. Right. And I think had that not happened. It might not have worked out so well for you. Well, but, <laughs> but now, even on that, now, like, think about now, like, we've kind of come to grips with what your shadow side is. It's your fear. Mm-hmm. And... We'll do another episode on shadow. And we now we're learning more about how you react with your shadow side. Mm-hmm. And that's where I know that tell. So now that's where it kind of, even if you don't realize it, I realize it, and then we point it out. Because kind of like, look at last night. So your tell was there, and I was like, oh, now I know what's going on. And I remember saying it to you, and you're like, nah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to drop it. Like, she's going to get angry. I'm going to drop it. And then it was first thing in the morning, your fear kicked up. And you, and I, and I knew it was coming. And I remember you, like, first thing in the morning, you were like, oh, is everything okay? And I'm like, everything is fine. And I knew it was coming because your tell was there. Your tell of when when that shadow side was popping out was there. And that's where for me, and, and knowing that, it's a lot easier to know that's coming and expect that and not have it like... Because I remember like at the beginning when you... And I remember this was one of our big... Well, not our. It was one of my big deals. Because you would constantly say, like, are we okay? And I was like, we are fine. Like, because you would ask me, it was almost every day, you're like, are we okay? Are we okay? And I'm like, we are fine. You know, and not realizing it's your shadow side, it's your fear of like, hey, this guy's going to leave you. And like, now it's to the point where I can tell when that's coming out. So it's not a deal where I go, okay, well, she's just asking me this just to kind of be bothersome. It's She's asking me because it's legitimately her shadow side here, like, poking at her. Well, so it's interesting because a lot of times I would ask that question based on the energy around me. Right. And when you just... So if you're someone who is into and understands how energy works and you know you feel the energy around you it can be really confusing when you're in this position of getting to know somebody. Right. Which is yours and which is mine. Right. And what's your stuff, what's mine, what what energy is yours. Another reason to really go and do that inner work so you know what your energy feels like. Yeah. But a lot of times it was like, I didn't even know it was my shadow side. Right. You know, there was still that work to be done to understand it and hear it and be able to feel it. Right. And feel the difference. I mean, we talk all the time, like, why is the energy weird? Why does it feel weird in here? Like, what, what is this? But we question it now. Right. Before we get angry at each right. other and go, what the hell? Oh, so, well, so, like, for instance, so take the other night. Um, I think it was Monday night. Where you went, you went out. And I was here. And right before you got home, I had, like, a random text message from somebody. And I was like all confused from this random text message because it was that that like a recruiting agency or something and I'm like what is going on with this and I was like so confused and you came home and you're like what is going on like the energy is weird and I'm like I don't know <laughs> I don't I don't know what are you talking about and then like I and then, and you're like there there it's just it's it's just the energy is weird and I was like well maybe it's from this like maybe it's, and then we were like okay that's what it's about so, like, we were easily, like, we're to the point now where we can easily identify it, or it's, it's, it, it's, I don't know, it feels a lot better. It feels a lot smoother. Yeah. What was it that you said the other day? We're, we're easy. Easy like Sunday morning. Or did I say that? <laughs> I think you said we're easy, and then I said we're like Sunday morning, because I'm the one with all the pop culture and yeah, songs right. and stuff. I'm the one that has all the songs pop in my head. <laughs> all right. John's top three tips for relationship success. Go. <laughs> top three tips. Top three tips. Um, 
Your wife is usually right. Oh, boom, that's a good one. <laughs> that's mine anyway. <laughs> and I mean that seriously, not the, you know, make her feel like she's right. She's usually right. Um, we've had discussions on that because I still try to prove her wrong, and she's always right. You heard it first here, guys. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong. You also <laughs> heard that here, guys. <laughs> Go not, ahead. I will neither confirm nor deny I ever said that. Dude, we have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> they all heard it. Share it with your friends on Facebook, please. Your wife is always right. Yeah. Okay, that was number one. Yeah, so the other one is relationships are more of the give and take. Um, I know we all we all say it, but it's a lot harder to do it. I know, like, for instance, when it came to us, like, we both had to kind of fit ourselves together. And that's where, like, our struggles came because we're both trying to fit together and do the give and take. And, but, you know, and if you think about it, that's where a lot of relationships have struggles because everybody tries to do the give and take and everybody tries to fit in. And it's a matter of where that balance is of where the give and take is. So I know that's one of, always been one of my big ones is the give and take. Number three. Always tell the truth. Boom. That's a big one. And that's not even just well, you know, and but the thing is if you think about it, other than the, the number one. Which was I just want to hear you say it. <laughs> so number two and number three. <laughs> if you think about it, it works for every relationship, not just like a love interest relationship. Right. It's relationships in general, whether it be your love interest, whether it be, you know, your family members, whether it be, you know, the guy down at the grocery store. Like, it's the way you should be acting with people and the way you should be treating people. Um, but, like, that's how I always kind of looked at, at my relationships, where I don't expect to be lied to. I don't like the idea of people lying to me. And on the same end, I don't want to lie to people. Because that says a lot about you if you're willing to lie. I love that you said that for lots of reasons. In relation to this conversation, mm -hmm. I think it's important to point back to doing a lot of the inner work. Mm -hmm. Because we lie to ourselves yes. as much as we lie to other people. And we justify the lies because it makes us feel better. Yep. Which is hard. Because what have I been saying a lot lately? It's a lot easier to blame everybody else for your problems than yep. look at yourself. Boom. So, and if you think about it, it's everywhere. It's well, absolutely everywhere. I think it's important, too, in terms of love, like our relationship, a love relationship, that to remember, if you don't want to be lied to, mm -hmm. expect the truth. Right. Because understand that it is not going to feel pretty when you drop that truth bomb on all the time necessarily mm -hmm. when you drop the truth bomb on somebody else but that, that's going to come back and I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way right. but you give what you or you expect back what you're giving right. and don't be surprised mm -hmm. but allow for that right. honestly for us, those conversations when we were as honest and open and truthful, mm -hmm. like letting it all out there, yep. were probably some of our best conversations that brought us closer together. Right. But be willing and ready to let that happen. Right. But if you think about it, for the most part, people, people are very quick to give their opinions and give their truth. But yet, they're not that willing to listen to other people's opinions and yeah. the truth. Because that's why I always said to you, where when people would get angry at me for the for giving them the truth, and my response always was, "Well, if you don't like the truth, change it. You need to change it." And I remember you were like, "Hey, that's really good. I'm going to use that one." And it's like, and I, I I think it was maybe like a month later we were in the car and you said exactly that, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Like, <laughs> I listen. I do. No, nope, I know you do. But no, like, but. But that's where, like, when you come down to it, a lot of people want to, and even now, if you think about it, people want to give give their opinion. They want to tell everybody what to do. They want to give their opinion. They want to tell them the truth. 
Some people want to tell the truth. Some people don't as far as two people. But usually those same people, and if you think about it, and and even the people listening can think about it, where you have people that are so quick to tell the truth or cut you the quick and tell you the truth, but they're usually the ones that aren't willing to look at themselves about it. Like I have family members like that, that they're so quick to jump their opinion in. They're so quick to tell you what you're doing wrong. And I, you know what? I even did that with you. If you think about it, when we first started, when we first started our relationship, that was one of the problems because I was always so quick to say to you, you know, this is wrong with, you know, the way you're doing something. And you would say to me, well, this is wrong with you. And I'm going, no, it's not, you know, and, <laughs> and, but, yeah. and, and, but if you think about it, that's where we got our triggers too. Because it was a deal where I would poke at you, you would poke at me, and it was it was still a deal where neither one of us wanted to, at the time, neither one of us in that moment wanted to face that truth. And it wasn't until we took that step back, realized that there was at least some validity there, and did that energy work to kind of deal with it, that we could progress. You know, and that's where, you know, we got through experiment after experiment after experiment. And like now we're to the point where, you know, even at our worst, we don't really fight. I mean, I think for me, it comes down to respect, fun, truth. I like fun. Fun's good. <laughs> um, well, you have to be able to laugh and have it can't be all business. Right. You know, business in the front. You know. I'm not even gonna like it. Never mind. <laughs> wow. I know. Sorry. You're making it sound like a mullet. Yeah, well, well. Um, relationship is like a mullet. Went out of style in the '80s. <laughs> um. <laughs> well. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we lost me at mullet. We lost him. So truth, fun, respect love and do the inner work I'm singing the Beatles in my head right now all you need is love yep and P.S. your wife is always right I never said that I love you (laughs) I love you too (laughs) and the dog is still laying here peacefully and quietly no barking of course not it's late (laughs) alright it's late she's tired she's like can you guys turn off the light so you can work with John as an energy coach. How can people contact you? Well, they can contact me through the website. MarchworthMediaCompany.com Yep. Oh yeah, we got our new website. MarchworthMediaCompany.com You're welcome. John built it. Thank you. I built it. If it didn't work, then I didn't build it. But if it works great and you love it, then I built it. What if it works and they don't love it? Can I send feedback? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> John, the IT guy slash coach. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Coding is boring. <laughs> I had to Google it. There you go. You were talking about Googling. Having to Google stuff. I had to Google the website. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so you can reach John at martworthmediacompany.com. Um, check out our other fun stuff there our blog will be up soon right please yeah, look at me for it you gotta write the content <laughs> oh yeah I'm, I'm not the writer um <laughs> blog will be up soon you can pick up a copy of uh this is where you pivot and the journey to healing there the workbook will be out soon actually we have links to both the books both the book yes the links are for both the books are there the workbook The workbook will be out shortly and there are links there for the brand new energy courses. So if you are interested in and this podcast that you are listening to right now, if you are interested in energy work, if you are, you know, want to learn more about the chakras, want to learn about auras, want to learn about intuition, check out the energy apprentice course that's on Thinkific. The link is on the website. And if you are an intuitive writer, creative artist, painter, We also have a course for you there, too. It's Intuition 101, all about how to take a different approach to your creative process. Check it out. 
marchworthmediacompany.com. Honey, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, no, you're, you're doing your radio personality voice. We're done. Good night. Good night, everybody. And farewell. Oh, my God. <laughs> good night out there. Have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Best Loser Broadcast Day. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Power to Pivot podcast. If you have questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me over at our new website, march4thmediacompany.com. There you'll be able to check out all the information on the books that I have out, as well as my coaching programs. And I'm super excited to announce the launch of my new signature online courses for writers, creatives, and intuitives. That's march4thmediacompany.com and I can't wait to see you there.